y'all spun counter guy here about a year ago i was laying carpet at a small video game company and they invited me to come sit in on some sessions of the role-playing game dungeons and dragons this bit of fun was yet another reason to make me miss the decade of my youth the 1980s before i began working for the company i was already going around recording people's 80s experiences and memories which ended up being the content for the podcast a fluorescent decade on a hill, and songs from a 1980s roller rink dumpster. And so at some point, while I was slopping carpet paste on the company floor, it dawned on me. One way to revisit the Reagan era would be to create a role-playing game set in the said decade. So after creating a handful of modules and playtesting with some friends, I called up three other friends I went to high school with and asked if they'd like to enable me with my midlife crisis. They agreed, and thus... Legend of the like totally epic journey quest was born. I won't bore you all with the mechanics of the game, but if you've ever played any role-playing game of any sort, it's probably a simplified version of what you're used to. I will though highlight that instead of attributes such as spellcasting, sword skills, elven as a second language, or whatever, the players in this game potentially have such skills as jockability, dodginess, flirt slash rap game, arcade prowess, and hacker freakness. And all the players are starting out with 20 life points. Alrighty, let us commence with the adventure that we'll call Brouhaha and Boonville. So I'm going to go around the room with my adventurers for today, and you are? Oh, I am Corey McFly, jock extraordinaire, Okay. captain of the football team. And you, sir? I'm Nick McNasty, right. just me and my computer. That's right, it's all you need in life. That's right. All right. And okay, you? and I'm Roxy Forrest. Okay. And uh, really into music and trying to get in the dance scene. So you want to be a dancer, too? Yeah. Okay, cool. So start that, Corey. Yes. To you. Uh, earlier this morning, you woke up in your generally bed car. The walls are plastered in your bedroom of um, super awesome strong men such as Jerry Lee Lawler, Jesse the Body Ventura, Crazy Legs from Rocksteady Crew. They oh yeah. Them. And uh, Slim Good Body. <laughs> There's a few Care Bears laying about, showing your softer side. Of course. You vaguely remember dreaming about being in a hot tub with Sloan Peterson. Ferris Bueller's Day. Very good. Oh, okay. Uh, 2D Ramsey. Uh, facts for life. Very good. And Edna Turnbald. Uh, that's the drag queen in Hairspray. I'm going with the <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, When the sound of a small airplane woke you up, curious as to why the plane was so loud, you went to your window, opened it, and saw that a crop duster was flying very low, which is strange since there are no crops nearby to spray unless you count your mom's sickly pickle patch out back. Background information. Your, your mom is a saint, but thought in order to grow her own pickles... All she would have to do was plant the, all the seeds lingering at the bottom of a velastic jar. So. <laughs> but then something floats out of one of the plane's windows and comes closer and closer to your house. Well, it flies directly at your window and nails you in the forehead. It's a paper airplane, and it smells like love's baby soft. 
<laughs> you open the note and it reads, Hey, Corey, I've been noticing you and your hot bod lately. I'm working the counter today in town at Possums and Pinafores. Come visit me. Heart, heart, heart. Gina Magaha. Gina Magaha. Yeah. And under the words is a cutout photo of the band, The Jets, which a word bubble has him saying, you found out we've got a crush on you. <laughs> uh, you look back out at the plane, and the girl in question is waving her arm out the window of her dad's crop duster. You grab your Cabbage Patch walkie-talkie, 75 bucks you've been saving, and run towards your cousin Roxy's house. And by the way, for the record, go oh, ahead. We're cousins? Yeah, we're cousins. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so don't flirt with me either. That's right. <laughs> it is. Well, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. And, and by the way, you all have 75 bucks, just so you know. Okay. Yes. So you might want to write that down. That's a lot of money. In the <clears throat> and keep, keep track. Yeah. So how, we, we're in high school half the time? Yes. That's a lot of money. Okay, Roxy's house. Uh, Roxy, your bedroom is covered with so many music posters, it'd be pointless to try to give a sampling of any sort. The point is, you, uh, music is your thing. You have piles of NME, Hip Parader, and Bop magazines, books, LPs, cassettes, and anything else related to the so many artists that you love. It's not only because you love the feeling you get from listening to music, but you often ruminate on the power of music. <laughs> in fact, last night you had a dream where Leonid uh, Brezhnev, Muammar Gaddafi, and Yasser Arafat, and their respective armies and suicide bombers were at the gates of Boonville preparing to invade. You and some classmates were watching in utter pee-pants terror when you state aloud, I think music could really change the outcome of this situation. Some of the other students began to agree, uh, someone adding, there's strength in a song, and music can like totally change the world. You and everyone cheer, which prompts many to break out guitars, zithers, and recorder flutes, and start playing Everybody Wants to Rule the World. The menacing armies holler in fury and fire some missiles and a camel loaded with C4 at your crowd. This reduces several students into kibbles and kid bits. That's when you clarify your initial statement. No, I meant music can do this, at which you grab a guitar, hit a chord so wicked and loud, many of the troops' ears and noses start gushing blood. Then you fling several LPs and CDs at the throats of the aggressors, the discs slicing through the, the flesh as smooth as an operator and produces a simple red fountain of blood, some of it young. Right about at the part of the battle where you had Brezhnev and Arafat's heads mounted on microphone stands, you woke up highly exhilarated and the taste of jerk blood in your mouth. Jerk blood? <laughs> yeah. Like bad guy blood. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a fishing thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm, jerk blood. Yeah. A little later in the morning, Corey waves hi to Roxy's dad out back, trying to fix some problem in the septic tank with a toilet plunger. Cor <laughs> Corey tells his uncle that he's borrowing Roxy as an advisor to dating the opposite sex. And in a few moments is telling Roxy as they walk down the road, let's go grab Nick and head to town. I've got a chance at making Gina Magaha my woman. <laughs> <laughs> so you pass by the Hargett's house, some arbitrary family, whom have a sign that reads, Go Pioneers. And in a tree, a dummy is hung at the neck by a garden hose wearing a Castle Knight sweater off to one side of the house. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> uh, you pass by a patch of trees, a fence line, and then you're at Nick's house. Nick's older sister, Skirdette, 
is out front sporting some red-tinted sunglasses and is wearing a cut-off shirt that reads The Body Electric. She is doing some kind of dance routine while her jam box blasts out Limelight by the band Rush, and she is also nursing a wine cooler. She's got a stack of Tiger Beat magazines, a cosmetic case, and a vice laying out on the ground. When she sees you two, she proclaims, "Uh, I suppose you little snotwads are here to see Nick. Well, our mom and dad went off to a romantic getaway in Folsomville and left me in charge. So I say he has to stay in his room until tomorrow. I gave him a couple fruit roll-ups and a bucket so he'll be fine. You see Nick's pitiful face up in the window staring out. He waves at you guys. (laughs) To which Skirdat yells, Nobody wants to see your ugly mug. Pull down your blinds. Then Skirdat glares at you two and says, uh, And don't you get it in your short bus crash helmet brains that he can sneak out. Earless Rex wrote, who lives across the field, ain't my boyfriend, but he shares my devotion to Rush. And if I can't marry Getty, I could settle for Earless. I've already let him roll his tongue around in my mouth a few times, and he's a real big nerd and smart, so he helped me make sure that brothers got no chance to escape this domicile. Damn it. <laughs> locked in the house. Skirdak goes back to doing all kinds of things in the front yard, seemingly at the same time, uh, including practicing cheerleading, talking on the long cord phone, painting her nails, snacking on a pan full of bruschetta that are unnaturally the color of red, and sucking down those wine coolers. So what do you want to do? And I'm talking to you two, because obviously he's still locked up. Yeah, he's imprisoned at the moment. So they got to figure a way, a way to how to break me out. Pretty much. Skirt it. We could bribe her. We have money. It's up to you guys. What do you want to do? Oh, I got it. <clears throat> what? I am going to distract her with my flirtiness while she breaks him out. Okay, you want to try? Sure. Okay, first roll your 20. Four. Four? Yep. Uh, flirt skills. <laughs> <My> flirt <laughs> skills are bad. Yeah, and let me tell you this, by the way, when you flirt, you also get an opportunity to actually practice your flirt. You know, you can add a couple points. It's just on, based on my judgment, but you're not even wearing near. So, so you try to talk to Skirdet, and she's having done it, and she just looks at you and goes, "Wow." <laughs> okay, so can you think of a Rush song? I don't know any of the lyrics. She finally gets annoyed that you two are still standing there arguing about something you know nothing about. Skirdet pulls out a remote control and out flies a, a fighter airplane that turns into a Robotech and starts firing BBs at you guys. We better dodge them. Okay, so start, uh, roll your 20. Both of us? Uh, yes. One. Five. <laughs> Luckily, she did her one, too, so <laughs> she, she missed you guys. Okay, but this thing's coming around for another swing, so what do you want to do? We're going to run for the trees. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. Okay. We're going to run for the trees. Okay. So you're you're back in the woods there. As you can see the fence, you know, and you can see kind of the the side and the the back, part of the back of the house, but it's obscured by the fence. There's a wooden fence, by the way. We still got to get him out. Do we have to get him out or can we just say, (laughs) screw him? What? I never really liked that kid anyway. Nick can't hear that, but he's heard it probably. I wouldn't say that to Nick's face. Okay. okay. You roll your twenty. Both of us, or just one of us, or does it matter? It's up to you guys. That's <laughs> both doing because you're not rolling very high. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just got shot down at dice roll. Oh. Seventeen. Okay, there you're you over go. the fence. Okay, I jumped the fence and I got a twelve. Ooh. Yeah, you're you're over. Yeah. And by the way, as you guys jump the fence, you notice there's like a little metal placard that says, "What you talking about, Willis Fence Company?" 
All right. Wait, did you get paid for that sponsorship? Hey, Ron, did you get that? (laughs) All right. uh, So you're in the backyard now. Okay, so the east, south, and west sides of this house are encased by the wooden fence, which we got over. East, side, what now? East, south, and west. Okay. That leaves north. (laughs) Yeah, which is... She's out front. Yeah, she's she's in the north. Yeah, right. Screwed it. All right. uh, Out back is an oak tree... With a broken swing, one rope is broke. A smaller, more sickly maple tree being shaded by the oak. Above the tree, the oak tree, uh, is a window about mid-level with the tree. Uh, a cellar door is going into the ground. A trampoline is there. There's a kiddie pool half filled with about an inch of smelly, discolored water, possibly deer pee. A, a sun-bleached slip and slide. A water spout. Uh, and a yard dart stuck in the ground. And uh, Corey, that yard dart is uh, calling out to you. You see that, and you're like, "That's the greatest thing ever." So it's it's stuck in the ground, and then there's a back door. So you're saying you want me to pick up that yard dart and throw it at the window? I'm saying it's calling out to you. You can do what you want. I'm going to pick up that yard dart because it's calling out to me. You pick up that yard dart, and man, a tingling sensation goes down almost down to your groin. <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> but not quite. Yeah, it's not quite. Yeah. I never go all the way to the groin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you've got that. Okay. Okay. Wait, so, it made me tingle? Yeah. That's kind of weird. We'll go ahead and say that the uh, yard dart is 12D in damage. Do I have like a holster? Well, we can work on that later. <laughs> so, right now it's just... I'll just stick it down my pants because it's tingling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yet the, the tingle still doesn't go in your crotch. <laughs> you might want to have a doctor check that out. Okay, okay, so I picked it up. Yeah. Now, wasn't there a tree that went up to the window? Yeah, one of the limbs. And we also have a trampoline. I'll tell you this one sad thing about the tree, though. None of the branches are close enough for you guys to, to reach at this point. So the only other option is the trampoline. We can get on the trampoline, and I can bounce her, and she can jump up to the window. Both of you roll your, your die. Your 20. 20. Yeah. Ooh, nice. I suck at these 20 so dives. Nice. Yeah, well, Christy, uh, roll a uh, 40 die. Because okay. she got damaged. Four. Four. Yeah, so he bounces her right into the house. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, I'm sabotaging Christy. <laughs> so you like took rock slides 40 in damage. Okay. <laughs> Should I do something here? You're on your Subtract. life points? Subtract. Yeah. Subtract. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm feeling bad because I made her get hurt. I guess, if you're cousins and you feel that way. (laughs) (laughs) There's a door and a cellar. And we tried to jump up into the window. What were we thinking? Okay, what about we try one of those doors? Okay. I don't want to make all the decisions. You make a decision. I guess I'll limp over there and just try over there. (laughs) I forgot she beat up because I knocked her against the house. Okay. Okay, so... Let's try the cellar door. Cellar? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's open. Oh. Well, that, <laughs> I mean, it's, that I mean, would have been important to know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling us. No, I mean, you open it. It's not locked or anything, oh, okay. so you're, you're free to go in there. Okay, so. Okay. Okay. So you go down to the basement, and there's uh, mostly shelves containing uh, jars of Pop Rock preserves and uh, coffee cans full of screws and nails. Fastened on the wall is an icon of St. Theodore of Tarsus. In one corner of the cement floor is a coffin with the muffled sounds of the song Somebody's Knocking emanating from within. Somebody's knocking. 
the top of the wooden creaky steps is a door. Can we take any of those objects with us? If you want. Do you want an object? I got a jart in my britches. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. You're just happy to see me. <laughs> I'll take the nails. Okay, so you take the, a coffee can full of nails. Yes. And, okay, cool. So the only way out is those stairs. I'll climb the stairs since I feel bad for getting her hurt while I go. Okay. So you open the door. It uh, It's unlocked. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everything I do is safe. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, you going to follow them up? Sure. Okay. So y'all go up, and there's a uh, it's a small little like uh, foyer, I guess. Maybe, I don't know, maybe the foyer is not the best word, but uh, to the west there's a there's a door, and then there's more stairs, a carpeted stairs that leads up. So we got to go up the stairs. Okay. So you go up the stairs? Yeah. Okay. So as you start to ascend the stairs, three red Brunswick bowling balls begin to tumble down. She booby-trapped the house? I remember Erlis. Oh, that's right. That was imprisoned him, so. So they got to dodge the balls. Right, so roll your 20s. She's the one damaged her. I'm kidding. 19! Seven! So you dodge, uh, one, you dodge one bowling ball. Seven? No. no. Uh, you get one point of damage. Roll again, Corey. Five. Five. The other one misses you as well, and so they go down to the bottom. Okay. I rock. Was she like laying at the bottom with a broken she, ankle? No, well she she got a bruised ankle, but not too bad. Okay. Yeah, they may just like roll over your foot for one point there. It's not too bad. Probably broke one bone, but we, we've all <laughs> we're tough. We're from Boone. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, so I'm at the top of the stairs. Yeah, both of you are. The door opens easily. There's no lock. Uh, now you're in a corridor. There's a straight east is a hallway, uh, and you can see. Down at the end of the hallway, there's a turn uh, that goes uh, to like a right corner. And to your south is a door with a poster of a wet, bare-chested body that one of you swears is that of Gregory Harrison from the TV show Trapper John, M.D. Uh, <laughs> but with the face of Rush's Getty Lee taped over the head. Mm, okay. There's a uh, magnetic whiteboard with a bunch of scrambled letters on it. And above the board, some of the letters are arranged, and it reads, What is Rush's favorite shampoo? What is Rush's favorite shampoo? Yeah. Okay, so we can either go to the door to the south with the poster on it, or go down the corridor to the right. No, I'm curious what's behind that poster door. Me too. We're going to open the poster door. Okay. Well, unfortunately, it's locked. <laughs> can we try to open the locked door? With a nail. I don't know what size nails they are, but if we could use one of the little nails to... I like how you think. There you go. To open the door. Now she's playing the game. Yeah, I know. Roll a 20, but I, I will make this a hack. Okay. Yeah, so roll a 20 and you'll have to subtract over here. 11. And what was your hacking? No, she didn't do the hack. Hack freak? Oh, yours is level? See, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you weren't successful. <laughs> yeah. Darn it. So we can't get into that door. Mm-hmm. I think there's something behind that door, but we might have to come back. I guess we'll go down to that other hallway. Okay. There's a bunch of framed photos on the wall. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. As you step forward, all, all the framed photos like shoot off the wall as a bunch of hard plastic fists begin punching out of the wall, leaving no area for you to go without getting punched. So roll your dodge. <laughs> 16. That's pretty good, but you still get dinged at least, so 10d damage. Since you, you rolled pretty high, I'll say like minus three. So I'm at so, 17. Yeah. And it knocks you backwards. When the fist hits you, it feels like a, a naked man is ballet dancing on your brain. 
But you do notice there's kind of a pattern to the punching. There's like there's a bunch of fists punching up and down the wall. So there's basically no area for you to, to go without getting punched, except for uh, about a foot and a half space on the floor, and for about three seconds. So the sequence is that you know the fist shoot out, retract, and then a second later punch out again. So one other thing that happens, by the way, is your cabbage patch walkie-talkie crackles to life. Ah, cool. Yeah. Okay. In which you think you hear Nick breathing heavily. I'm going to take a break from you two, okay? And now we're going to go to Nick. So we're just hanging out in the hallway? Well, it's kind of like time's going to overlap a little bit. Or, you know, while you guys are messing with this, he's up in his room. Okay. All right. Hey, Nick, uh, you notice your friends have disappeared, and you think they've left you. Uh, you glare down at your drunk sister, Skerdet, and realize she has your pet turtle, Grace, in her cosmetic case. Uh, she grabs it and puts it in the vice and begins squeezing a little. Skerdet laughing hilariously at some misguided irony in her inebriated brain. In your room is Grace's aquarium, which you have filled with sand, and you've placed the tiny palm trees and Belloc from Redder's The Lost Ark, a little action figure. Mm-hmm. There's also a Cabbage Patch walkie-talkie, which, by the way, started crackling there. Stacks of Harry Harrison and Piers Anthony books, <laughs> a, a couple of half-eaten fruit roll-ups, a bucket with a couple turds in it, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And your current cherished possession, a scratch and sniff sticker collecting book. It contains no stickers at the moment, but you hope it will soon. You prize this item because you keep having dreams of yourself putting garlic bread scented stickers all over the Lost Boys and uh, killing them. Then you get to make out with Jamie Gertz. Sweet. On the walls are box covers of several computer games such as Wishbringer and Bard's Tale, a poster of uh, Marilyn Voss Savant, otherwise known Ask Marilyn, uh, the smartest woman in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got the newspaper article. Yeah, yeah. the parade, yeah. Yep. Uh, her nice fleshy body covered in Stanford Binet test forms. <laughs> you also have a VTech laser computer, which is froze up, save for the words blinking on the screen, Hackmaster Silray has violated your ROM and your sister's luscious mouth. <laughs> Obviously the work of Erlis Rexrope. Your modem is laying next to the computer on top of uh, your floppy disk drive. Your drive has a metal bracket soldered on the front and a master lock on it, keeping you from removing the disk. The modem is humming away, light flashing, and the shell of it, you redecorated to read TC got a IP, and that's what's going on. Okay. So I'm going to take my walkie-talkie and mm-hmm. try to talk to Corey. Okay. you got to make the noise. Corey, you there? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> My sister's an evil. Where are you guys at? <laughs> I think I hear something in the hallway. We're in your hallway. There's these weird plastic fish things flying at me. My sister. <laughs> and I've nearly killed my cousin. <laughs> Hold on. Let me figure something out. Okay, I got my computer. It's lo- You said it's locked up? Right, at the moment, yeah. Like physically locked or? Yeah, there's a physical lock on the actual thing. So he, he don't want you to pull that disc out. So I try to get in and uh, throw some commands at it. So it? you want to try to hack it? Yeah. Roll, buddy. Two. Well, the computer screen says ha, 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 ha. So I throw some more commands at it. You can try one more time, sure. All right, try one more time. Five. What's your hacking skill? <laughs> Plus two. Plus two. Uh, sorry, sir, not good enough. Not going to happen.
There's a breaker box. So we gotta cut the electricity, huh? Oh, it, I said it's down in the uh, cellar. So, Corey, you still there? <laughs> Why are you hacking up phlegm? <laughs> <laughs> it says, gosh darn, cabbage patch radio. <laughs> Piece of crap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 10-4, still there? <laughs> gotcha, good buddy. All right, I tried. Have <laughs> you tried decongestant? <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> I tried to hack into the fist, but it didn't work. You're going to have to go down the cellar. <laughs> Turn off the power to that house. <laughs> <laughs> Copy. Okay, so we're gonna run down to the basement. And... Okay. Uh, yeah, you run, run past the bowling balls. Uh... I'm not running. <laughs> Wait. She's limping. Yeah. So we're both down in the. It's up to you guys. I mean, if you want to stay up, or it doesn't matter. So. Well. Corey, hurry up! <laughs> okay, uh, I ran down by myself. She's resting. Okay, her so you run past ankle. the stairs, rest the bowling balls, and you go down to the basement. I'm gonna look for the circuit box. Okay, Where it's not it? obvious. Like you don't see oh, it. Crap. Maybe she should have came with me. Okay, it's and behind the, the frame picture of the saint. Is that what you're gonna do? I want to. I want to look behind the frame picture. Open yeah, there is actually a false back. It goes into the wall. Very good. The first thing you notice, though, is that on the opposite side of the uh, the picture of the saint, there's a different man, a different icon, and it, it says, Priest of the Temple Cyrenix. And then uh, inside, into the wall, not only do you see the breaker box, you also uh, see a little cassette single sitting there uh, collecting dust. Well, I'm going to pick up that cassette single. Yeah. I hope it's Wham. Uh, sorry, man. It's, it's Dire Straits' Walk of Life. That's cool, though. Yeah. I had that one. <laughs> Well, after admiring the cassette and sticking it in my back pocket, then I'm going to open up the circuit breaker panel and try to shut down the power. Okay. You do? Boom. Right. I didn't have to roll for that? Nah. It's just flipping a switch. Some things there's no point. Uh, what in the... are you guys doing down there? <laughs> X, you can't hear about that. <laughs> He's too he far away. He won't reach down in the yeah. cellar. Well, we need... I'm going to leave it off and run back upstairs. Can okay. you yell? Yeah, you, you run back to the top of the stairs, and now the door is locked. Oh, dang. Hmm, so I'm starting to figure that there's a puzzle going on here. But I'm, I ran back upstairs. No, you, you're, you, at, the you're at the top of, the, of the, the wooden stairs in the basement, and the door locked. Like you a, can't get up. Like a default. You mean I can't get in, in back into the basement? <sighs> this is bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't I, knowing that I can get through there now, wouldn't I run through there anyway to go could. and let okay. him out or try to get him out of the door you could try go for it okay that's all right. you guys aren't talking about the way oh. <laughs> you're going to go down the corridor of fist right and and where the hallway veers off to the right so i've got so okay. then you're then you're in another hallway you see there's a few more doors down the hallway you're at the one end of the hallway so what do you want to do do you want to proceed yes okay as you start to move forward you notice there's a little fisher prize clock radio kind of down at the end uh, it's playing Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you approach, 
four Pac-Man looking ghosts emerge from the radio speakers and come flying at you. So I have to dodge. Yes. Uh, so I'll roll for Blinky. I'm not doing right. Uh, so, killed. Yeah. I'm going to have to get a new cousin by the time. We'll say one came at you. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it's just five damage. So right now she's thinking, is really Nick worth all so this? Yeah, Nick's not really yeah. worth all this. So I've lost half my life. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. There's ways to get life back in the game. Yeah, there is, yeah. And I, I'll, I'll just say it just knocks you back. Back to, to the, in between the two hallways. The, the, bit, the elbow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so now what? It's on you. I'm feeling defeated. She, she got knocked back in the hallway, and I'm at the top of the, the stairs. stairs. Yeah. Of the basement, yeah. I'm going to throw my jar at the locked door. And it puts a bunch of preserves all over the door. <laughs> your jar? Oh, your jar. My right. lawn dart. Yeah. It puts a nice little ding in it, but it doesn't do anything else. I can't talk to him, can I? No. Well, then I'm going to go back and turn the power back on. Okay. You hear the door kind of click. Now you're stuck at the elbow and the, the fists are starting to come the out fists are flying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you, your computer comes back on, at least at the moment it's not being controlled by that guy. So it reboots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it reboots and on the disk that's in the hard drive. It shows two programs that are on it. One is Operation Contain Nick and the other one is CompuServe. Which for you guys was a very early version of the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get on CompuServe. Okay. So I'll press two. Okay. You easily get on there. So I'm thinking I need to get some help from my hacker buddies to figure out the situation, what we can do. You, you, yeah, you try. So roll the see if I can see yeah, if roll, my roll hacker a, buddies is online. Yeah. So, Seventeen. Oh yeah, easily. Let's climb Max. My buddy Max. Max? Okay. Yeah. What's his last name? You gotta give him a cool last name. And not Headroom. <laughs> How about Belafonte? Why? Of <laughs> all the names. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a name. Max Twinkles. Max Twinkles? I'm gonna ask Max. I'm just gonna basically type out what the situation is. and like. What's your hacker handle? You have a hacker handle? Or is Nick McNasty it? How about Very McNasty? Very McNasty? Okay. Very McNasty's okay. my hacker. Max so Max Twinkles, his cursor comes up and said... How are you doing, Mary McNasty? I'm doing fine, but my two friends are stuck in the house by my evil sister, Skrdet. Did you tell your sister about my swanky 32k RAM capability? I think so. I bet her response was so overwhelming you forgot to report it to me. She said she's not interested. I do not accept this result. I will continue to dig through your family's garbage and lick the congealed saliva from the rims of Skirdet's wine cooler bottles until I have the real mouth upon mine. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, did you need my help with something? Yeah, I'm in a situation. My sister has got the house booby-trapped by her one of her hillbilly friends <laughs> in Boonville. I need to figure out a way to, to get out of the situation. So I just ask him if he has any ideas or... Do you compute the nature of the obstacles and pitfalls before you? No, I'm locked in my room. I can't. I don't know. What is the status of your computer epicenter? Well, I just rebooted. My sister's hillbilly friend was running some kind of program that controls the house. I don't mean to ask the obvious, but did you attempt to hack that particular program? Not yet. Alright, let me try that. And be sure to tell Skirdet that I am beginning to sprout hair in new bodily regions. Okay, I will. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Max twinkles over and out. 
Okay. Logo. So, so now I get into... Yeah, roll your 20 to see if you can get into the program. 10. And plus, what's your hacking? 2. Okay, we'll say that's good enough. Okay. So I get it back into his program. You're into his program. Okay. And you can kind of read the guts of it. Uh, you see there's a layout of your house with a room colored in red labeled Red Sector A, and there's an 8-bit lock on your door. You figure out it's your bedroom, right? Okay. And the, there's a cursor flashing under it. It reads, please provide code to unlock. And then on the other rooms, there are skull and crossbones throughout the house, except for Skirdet's room, which has an 8-bit heart impaled by a bass guitar. basement right i'm gonna go out the door back into the hallway okay so you can see her down at the end of the hallway right right the fists are still flying yeah and your your walkie-talkie cracks again so you can hear him breathing heavily or she's on one side of the flying fist thingies and i'm on the other side of the flying right. fist thing, and they're still moving yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey i flicked some switches downstairs and oh by the way i found an awesome dire straits cassette that, that's gotta make you excited more than anybody yeah yeah, but I haven't told her yet. <laughs> she can hear you. She's down there oh. in the hallway. <laughs> hey, I found a Dire Straits cassette. Awesome. <laughs> and um, I flicked the power on and off. Did that do any good? It rebooted my computer. <laughs> I'm back into his program that he has for the house. I'm still working on it. <laughs> okay, is there anything on this on the program that I can help you with? <laughs> Let me look. Hold on. There was a, you said there was a magnetic Riddle. board with letters on it? Yes. Uh, you don't know this. What do you see out there? Any hints? <laughs> well, there's a magnetic board out here with some of your sister's Rush crap. What's it say? It has a riddle on it. Something about what is Rush's favorite shampoo. Okay, so we need to think of shampoos. With well, I need, think I'll give you a little bit of a hint. You know, the fact that you can get on the CompuServe. You basically can use your phone to get on the internet, or the real internet now. And we'll say really? there's just enough people out there that might be able to answer. So I'm basically posting on a bulletin board system. Yeah. Well, uh, most of your friends just laugh at you. Uh, the answer, answer is obvious if you know anything about Rush. I don't. <laughs> and they're all like, We feel that you must unravel this regressive Canadian tricycle mystery by yourself. Uh, Roxy, how are you living over there? Great. I'm a little injured. <laughs> She's a little banged up. Well, how long does it take to recuperate? You have to get healed like properly. Your body can maybe heal itself. Maybe as a day passes, there'll be opportunities to get medical help, but maybe not yet. In the, and maybe not in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But you don't necessarily have to do anything. I'm just checking on you. Do you want to do anything or say anything? Or? No, I'm good for now. I thought about crawling under those. Can she try to crawl under him? You're welcome to try. Yeah, then I'm just going to get... Yeah, get up again. If you can get from one end of the hallway to the other in three, three seconds, seconds in that tiny space, that, that foot and a half space. But she's a dancer. But is it really worth it to try it yet? No, because you two are going to figure it out. If he's working and on I'm the I'm probably hack, just going to get yeah, it. Yeah, it best just to okay. mm-hmm. So he tells me... I gave him the riddle. The riddle. Mm-hmm. I put it in a CompuServe. And, they, and then I go and look it up. I got the answer. Okay. It's Neil Pert Plus. <laughs> uh, so you type in the computer? Yep. Okay. The computer says, This is the wrong entry way in which to try to insert this particular answer. And then it locks up again. 
By the way, the answer to that riddle is Neil Pert Plus. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so you may have checked the batteries on your, on your cabbage patch radios are dying. Yeah, they're crap. Okay, so we know the answer, but it didn't work. No. Put it somewhere else. Find another computer. So I'm standing at this board of a whole bunch of scrambled up letters. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to rearrange them into a word. Okay. So are you asking me or telling me? That's what I'm going to do. Okay, I'm telling sure. You. Okay. What word are they going to make? Something to do with Rush. Tom Sawyer. That's the only Rush song I know. Yeah, well, that, those letters aren't there. Getty whatever his face was. Getty whatever his face was. <laughs> Getty Lee. That's not there either. Moving Pictures. Oh, good. But that's not there either. Okay, I'm going to get on my Cabbage Patch radio and call him back. Yeah, you figure anything out? No, but I think I've caught whatever that thing is you got. <laughs> it's going around. <laughs> um, I got a bunch of scrambled letters out here on this board, and I think they have something to do with Rush, but I, my amount of Rush ideas. You got any? Maybe you can look them up on the CompuServe. Can you read me off the letters? Yes, I'm going to read you off the letters. Okay, so the remaining letters on the board are P-S-T-R-L-P-E-U. Okay, here's the letters. Are you ready? Give them to me. <laughs> S-P-T-R-L-P-E-U. Got it. All right, hold on. All right, I figured it out. It's PERT plus. Okay. Didn't you try that a while ago? I did. It didn't work. Try arranging the letters on the board to spell part plus. Okay. I'll rearrange them. Okay, so I go to the board and rearrange. And the door clicks open. The little magnetic board was electronic. Mm-hmm. Did it shut off the fist? Mm-mm. She's still stuck behind the fist. Yeah. Well, you don't want to try to cross that, do you? Because you're already beat up. We'll see what I can find in that one room. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go in that room with the poster. You go in and it's obviously Skurdette's room. More sizzling hunk body posters of, you're pretty sure, is Mark Singer as the Beastmaster, Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> as Conan, and Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed. But again, with all of them having the faces of Getty Lee taped over their heads. There's a stack of what seems all of Rush's LPs. There's posters of their albums, Grace Under Pressure and Hold Your Fire, up on our wall. On a desk is a tub of red powdered food dye, an empty bucket, a TV remote, a bottle of Flintstones chewables, a half-eaten Druthers horse meat burger. Oh, those were awesome. <laughs> and a keeper, K-E-Y-P-E-R. Like a trapper keeper? A snail toy. It was a little plastic snail. Leaned against one wall is a box that reads, Streetwise Barbie Rape Prevention Kit. <laughs> which pictures Barbie in a leather jacket and sweatpants, leaning against a dilapidated alley brick wall. Okay, and there's no electronic devices in there. And obviously there's a Nick, TV remote. So I have a TV remote, some albums, mm-hmm. a Barbie rape kit thing yeah the box yeah flintstone vitamins flintstone vitamins which are awesome but i don't think i need those oh i'm gonna get the flintstone vitamins okay as you get them you read that they give back some life points uh 4d 
Can I ask well, how many? Yeah, there's five? three left. Okay. Well, all this running around has made me hungry, so I'm gonna eat that druthers half-eaten horse meat burger. Okay. Yeah. Those were awesome back in the day. It tastes horrible, and it does nothing for you. But <laughs> in fact, you, you end up spitting a little bit out. I to do that anyway. You spit out. There's like a little bit of horse meat glob <laughs> on the floor. So then I'm gonna grab the TV remote. Okay. And then I want to search around the walls just to make sure I'm not missing any secret panels or anything. And that's a good attribute, by the way, because I'll give you like a general description, but sometimes if you search a little better, you'll find something else. But in this case, there is nothing extra. So I'm going to push a button on the remote control while I'm in the room. Okay. You hear a kind of noise near but not so far, but of something like maybe closing and shutting. It's muffled, so it's not in this room. <laughs> will happen next? Has Corey activated a VCR or caused yet some new kind of life point sucking damage to his cousin Roxy? Will Gina Magaha be able to give Corey's mom the family discount at Possums and Pinafores? Will Max Twinkles ever get to taste Skirtet's saliva while it's still warm? Are Rush fans worldwide aghast at how uninformed our adventurers are to the history of the world's greatest musical trio? Well, besides Expose. Find out next time on Legend of the Like Totally Epic Journey Quest.